Hello and welcome to the Scream Eagles podcast, the only podcast that talks exclusively about two teams currently in the top eight. Ooh. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me, as always, is a Jeff Horn of podcasting, Billy Night Train Buttons. <laughs> How's it going, yeah, Night Train? Wow. Jeff Horn. Yeah. So that's like I'm the... Mate, you're the Aussie battler. The Aussie battler. Yeah. Well, I'm the champ. No one gives you... The thing about you, Billy, <laughs> is in your entire life, no one has ever given you... A chance. I've been written off. You've been written off. My You'll face, never do it. My that's... face looks a little bit like Jeff Horn's at the <laughs> end of that right. fight. Yeah, geez, he was puffy, wasn't he? He he was emotional, I think. Yeah. And uh, how 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 I don't even know what I was going to say. How how was your week? <laughs> well, it was good. Yep. It's one of those. I mean, it's getting more regular. Double victory. Yes. Eels. Yep. Convincingly beat the Bulldogs. <laughs> very convincing. Followed by a very Well, everyone luster. was convinced before the game that they'd win. And <laughs> well, they won. Convincing. So it's kind so, of a convincing yeah. win. But at the same time... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. As long as you didn't watch it. Win's a win. Mm. And um, and then, obviously, the very scrappy, lucky, you'd call it, performance of the Seagulls. But it meant we both had a big smile on our face. So it was a good week. Mm. And I'm. this is my last week to the Magnificent Seven, um, many of whom have been texting me, and by many I mean two, um, <laughs> about where one might watch Origin oh, that's in good. Reno, Nevada. Okay. So I've had uh, Ben R47 yep. and the Dirt Cowboy. Ah, uh, nice. Very nice. So basically 100% of our American audience have texted you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. FDMG. Yeah, oh, that's damn me. So, yeah. And I think after all their hard work, yeah. I've actually decided that I'm just going to stay asleep for the origin <laughs> and get up in the morning um, and watch it. Well, because what time is it on? Like three in the morning? Three in the morning. So you get up three in the morning. Yeah. Let's say the unthinkable happens and New South Wales lose. Yeah. Then you're away overseas on holidays. Buggered. And you're buggered for the day. So you've yep. written off a day. Just yeah. to see New South Wales Just to see lose. Queensland although, sing, after yi, a few, yippee, although, after a few uh, selections today, I think the odds of New South Wales winning, uh, the Queensland winning are pretty slim, <laughs> you got to say. <laughs> and that brings me to my... Um, I'm bringing a new tr- segment. I'm done. It's called I'm Triggered. <laughs> I'm Triggered, yes. <laughs> triggered. Well, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of triggering. And, and let me just say, I had a field day today on Twitter just... Even people that should have known better. I love how the fact that you were loving it, even though Corey Norman's name yeah. was in there at one point and he wasn't even mentioned today. So. Oh, I, well, it was that was the thing that nobody called me out on. I was just, yeah. I was, you know, it was the same old argument we were hashing about backflips, you know, which I think yeah. was buried, unless you're Gordon Tallis, you kind of moved <laughs> well, unless on Unless you've been from paid a, to care yeah, like yeah. Gordon Tallis, yeah. Um, but... I brought it up again and then it really was triggering people and yeah. no one bothered to stop and think, hang on, who are the two most hated halves in the comp, probably DCE 
and neck and neck, and I use that pun intended, mm. with um, Mitchell Moses. <laughs> so, but no, everyone was too blind in their fury trying to tell me how much I should oh. love DCE. I think the thing that bothers me the most about it is that it's just wrong <laughs> on so many levels. <laughs> Can I pinpoint? Is that is that pinpointed enough? Mm. It's wrong on anyway, so many levels. So we've proven that one. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I've been triggered. You have been. I was in the car when it came up and I just went... Because there was rumours all day to today yeah. about it. And I thought, no. Ben, surely not. Surely ben not. Hunt. But can I also say what's triggered me also is all the dumb f- fucking journalists are talking about the wrong thing. Mm. They're saying, oh, Ben Hunt was picked over DCE. No, Ben Hunt wasn't picked over DCE. Well, whoever played... So it looks like Cameron Munster... Okay. was picked okay. over DCE. Because I don't think DCE is a utility player. Yeah. So to say Ben Hunt, you know, say it was between DCE and Ben Hunt as a utility player is fucking ridiculous. Mm. Like, essentially, Ben Hunt was picked over Cameron Munster as a utility or Michael Morgan. They're more utility players than DCE. Yeah. Yeah. DCE is a specialist half, mm. right? So Munster was picked over DC. Now, why was Munster picked over DCE? Cameron. Well, I think he's... I think because he's mate... Because I think he plays for the same team as Tim Glasby. Mm. And Tim Glasby has a lot of sway with the yep. Origin selectors. I think Tim's called up Kevy and gone, I've got a guy who plays for me <laughs> in the so Storm. And, um, you know, I think you should give him a go, Cameron Munster. He'll do... You know what he'll do? He'll do a job. Yeah. He'll come in and he'll do a job. Hey, Just he'll... like I did. Me, Tim Glasby, Origin legend... Came in, did a job. Yeah, yeah. Well, so and I, so I, I really, <laughs> I, it just annoys me that Tim Glasby obviously has something against DCE. Yeah. Who knows what it is? Yeah. But clearly, it's Tim Glasby because we've been assured, we've been assured it's not the senior playing. Yes. Senior players. Yeah. Okay, so that that's Smith. Yep. Cronk, uh, Cronk Slater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thurston Boyd. so it's definitely not them yep. but at no point has anyone come out and said it's the new you know uh, yeah. so it's so yep. conspicuous I will take them at their word because if there's nothing else yes. is they're good to their word those people <laughs> you know if if he didn't if he didn't take the field he wouldn't be a paraplegic <laughs> sir but you can't blame me for that oh so if God. there's nothing else you can say is that they're good for their word so I take them at their word so it must be someone new to the team yep Tim Glasby he's the man he's Manly's number one enemy yep Glasby look out in the battle of Brookie <laughs> the battle the round two the battle of Brookie what am I gonna, what, what are they going to call it now the layover of Lotto Land or something their numbers are up at Lotto the legion Land. of Lotto Land <laughs> Um, what I think's funny is that Manly fans do still struggle to understand why no one likes DCE. I think you maybe get it. Mm-mm. You don't get it. Oh. I don't get it. <laughs> He's just not likable. But just, why? Why isn't he likable? Well, I don't think... I was thinking about this. I don't, a, I think because he's Okay, so who's tough, more likable? Ferguson or DCE? Oh, yeah, well... I mean, we could... You know what? We could, who's more likable, Cam Smith or DCE? Uh, we could just go through the whole fucking team. I think Cam Smith's more likable than D- Cam Smith oh. is better presented than DCE. Yeah, and I think the thing that yeah. the thing that he speaks really well to the rest while he's trying to explain <laughs> that it shouldn't be a penalty for para- for paralysing the opposition. The thing is, DCE. Sir, let me just say, 
I love what you're wearing today. You look great. If uh, he hadn't run at the line, he currently wouldn't have. We we wouldn't have broken his neck. <laughs> I rest my case. Oh, you're triggered. You were triggered. <laughs> anyway, so but look, moving on. All, I think on a level of what I was trying to say before before mm. I went off, I think on a level of right and wrong, mm. it it triggers me mm. because clearly it's so wrong, and it doesn't seem fair. That, mm. that the senior players are the ones who are making the call and um, and it's got, you know, nothing really to do with form or anything like that. It's like, oh, we play with him. Can, you know, he's our mate. Can you get him in the t- team? Blah, blah, blah. Whereas DCI plays for Manly. He doesn't even play for a... Queensland he doesn't even team. play for a Queensland team. You know what I mean? Like, you look at how many players actually make the side who don't play for a Queensland team and I do consider Melbourne Storm or a Queensland team so mm. um, yeah I just think it's but you get to you get but, to but play then when you, you this week but then when you when I actually think about it, it it's all good news yeah it's all good news I think he gets to play with us this weekend he doesn't there's not a risk of injury he doesn't then have the come down of the week after so it's two weeks we've got him at yeah. full strength um, no injury risk, um, and I I think it's gonna, I think he's gonna play hard, yeah, to prove him all wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Like as a big fuck you, and I hope that he, as is a great tradition with manly captains, I hope he just says, well, I'm not eligible for <laughs> state of origin anymore, and just does and 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 fucking takes a walk. Well, he's what they I saw a stat today mm. saying on that. Note, he mm. would be something like seventh or eighth, you know, given who they're missing and who they've included. Mm. So Milford's gone, yeah. Thurston's gone. Yeah. So then you've got Cronk, and then they've put in um, Hunt and Munster. Munster. Yeah. He's a long way down the list. It's he's not, very there's long. There's no, way. you know, it, but, even but you as know much what? as this I dislike like, him, yeah, this he's is clearly what... not there on the list. No, right? he'd walk in. To a New South Wales team, yeah, you know, immediately. But do you know what I think is interesting? Is that um, now that I've got your Foxtel Go Pass and mm. I'm watching it on my computer, yeah. I can watch Shout a bit. Out of... to, let's not uh, let everyone in on the little <laughs> secret. But um, what, what what I think is great is I was what uh, I was desperate one night. And I was watching that Queensland on, on, uh, yeah. only, and and Mal Meninga. It was interesting. Mal Meninga had DCE on his Queensland side. As as halfback. Well, Mal had him as a future captain a couple of years ago. Yeah. So this is what I'm thinking. Wouldn't it be great if yet yeah, he doesn't get picked for Origin, but oh, Thurston's not playing kangaroos. for yeah. Thurston's not playing for Nations, right? So you go, okay. Well, if Mal Meninga has him as his Origin side, then what he's saying is is that. You know, apart from New South Wales, he's the best half in the game. Mm. So, okay, who are the New South Wales halves? Maloney and Pierce. Pierce is he better than Maloney and Pierce? Probably better than better Pierce. Than Pierce yeah. Maloney brings a different. He brings in you know They're a bit of goal players, kicking and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So yeah, he brings in a little a little bit of difference. He's definitely a better defender than Maloney. Mm. I reckon he's probably the best defending half in the game. 
Yeah, and I'm not biased. <laughs> That's hard stats. Well, Pierce is a I've watched the game and I've said defending half, but he can't attack. I'm, so. I'm going to jump ahead and, and and go straight to hard stats. Okay, okay. But we're just going to bring in one. We'll bring. We'll talk about hard stats later because we need the proper intro. But here's a hard stat for you. Okay. During a game, yeah. of Manly versus anyone, at least five to six times a game, I will say, "Oh, he's good defender." Yeah. Mate, you That's can't argue with those stat. stats. That's five <laughs> or six times. You know what? I would say when you watch <laughs> the Roosters play, I've never heard you say never. about Maloney, ooh, he's mate, a good defender. Mate, I've never, I've never say it. So the two best defenders in the league are DC and Jake Trevojevic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard stat. Yeah. Hard stats. <laughs> Mini hard stat. <laughs> Give me that little that, hard stat. You know what? That was a gonzo hard stat. <laughs> Um, that was a little. Um, we'll edit that. That, that was a little bit of a trigger. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, just to today say, you weren't alone either. Can I yeah. say there were a lot of. But but ultimately, it's good news. Yeah, but that's been the that's been the kind of console yourself, which is mm. a valid consolation. You know, mm. console yourself. But it's mm. been said so many times that you know there's a lot of anger and and mm. wretchedness behind mm. it. Mm. Uh, where people are saying, well, I didn't want him to play Origin anyway. Here's the thing, and I'm 100% on board, and I don't have to worry because there are no paras play, para players mm. good enough to make an Origin team. Mm. So I totally understand that. When you support your team, though, that's one of the great things about being passionate about a team. Mm. It's good to see the players get recognised. And I think that's the... I was not for it with Fafita. Like, when Fafita was left out of the Kangaroos squad for behavioural issues. Mm. And, you know, Fafita's behavioural issues were much more serious than what DCEs allegedly were, or we know of. Um, uh, I think... I think. To be... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. To be, to, I mean, you can... I just think it's... I think it's on a pretty slow. similar... I mean, you got to look at... Fafita abused a ref, right? Yep. At a kid's game and threatened mm. to beat him up. Mm. And then he had supporting one-punch killer mm. in mm. jail saying he should be let go. Yeah. DCE yeah. speaks well. I mean, That's it's not. it's it's <laughs> half enough. They're both pretty bad. You got to admit, DCE <laughs> well, is well spoken. How dare he? That's not why How people dare hate DCE. I mean, Cooper Cronk's well spoken, and people don't hate Cooper Cronk. Uh, there's mm. something about DCE. Pe- people don't hate Cooper Cronk because he plays for Queensland. Uh. And I just don't think he's really... We don't... I don't know. He's we don't, a bit more engaged. I think DCE, again, it's... Who cares, right? Yeah. He's not hurt anyone. He's not, you know... Peop, we can hate him all we want, yeah. you know? And sometimes you need the pantomime villain. You know, the Poms hated Ricky Ponting, but he's a fucking mm. awesome cricket player. Mm. So beat him 5-0 in, mm. in one of the series. Mm. So... Um, but but he's he is not like you know he, he the mm. way he speaks and the way he projects he does feel like he's been overtrained now in the scheme of a game where you've got wife beaters playing as a lot of people have pointed out surely you know who gives a fuck that's mm. and that's probably goes back to with what you're saying where it's just wrong mm. but I will step in and say let's not get carried away here DCE is he's a bit of a outsider you know I, you can say that I think personally I think that's a media beat up I, I, I don't think I believe that the the playing staff is against 
uh, play, the players are against DCE in the Queensland team. In the Queensland yeah. team, I don't think it's, I don't think it's got anything to do with how he projects himself on TV or anything like that. It's not like anyone watches a fucking interview and goes, "Oh, I don't like the way he fucking sounds so rehearsed." When they're all don't sitting pick him. around watching, don't yeah, don't fucking pick him. Here's the thing: Manly and the Storm have a major rivalry, and and you forget about that. Because yeah. we've been off the pace over the last couple of years. But prior to that, from 2005 up until 2014, so nine years, mm. we were arch rivals, right? DCE came into the side in 2011 and we had some serious fucking games against them. Mm. You can't tell me that there wasn't some niggling and comments and that. Now, you watch a storm... Uh, you watch a storm... A Cowboys game or you watch a Cowboys Broncos or a Broncos Storm game or you watch any of those Queensland sides play each other mate if they knock one of the opposition they then put their hand out and help him get up <laughs> it's so co- no it, it's it is it's so cordial mm. and even the commentators say oh because they go there's so much respect between these teams <laughs> But they, you know what I mean? So it's probably yeah, put yeah, their yeah. nose out that this little upstarts come in and fucking probably play, you know, he's, oh, how dare he play for a New South Wales team? Yeah. And how dare he beat us, you know, like in the Battle of Brookie? Uh. He was probably in there. He was probably fucking smashing Cam Smith in the head that we didn't say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, maybe. I, I reckon that's it. But anyway, well, let's, I, let's move on. Let's we'll move, move on. on. We'll move on. Yeah. From the but, triggered. I like but, the new segment though because yeah. one of us is triggered normally, mate. But let's just, let's just say that it's 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 triggered me, but <laughs> common sense has prevailed, and I it's it's all good news. Well, he's he's just one last word on it. I'm not <laughs> counting out him coming back into the squad because here's a hard stat. Yeah, this year there's been two games where we're fast approaching the third, and not a single Queenslander has come down with a flu before the game. Mm. Now they are due every year. Oh no no, Corey Oates. Oh, did he? Yes, Corey oh, Oates okay. did. Okay, you've missed yeah. It. Okay, yeah. Corey I'm Oates thinking- was Corey up before game one. Corey Oates was uh, put in his own room and his own was little he? incubator. Oh. He was the boy in the bubble. <laughs> the bubble boy. Bubble boy. <laughs> but um, okay. Yeah. So let's just. Say, well, but but I will also say, can I just is that I'm really going to enjoy Origin more if we win. Well, I'll just I'll enjoy the lead up to it. Oh, I really to... I really hate Queensland and yeah, yeah. I really want to beat them. You'll have a lot. Whereas if DCE was playing, I mean, the It'd ultimate have would have been if DCE scored three tries and set up five, and yet Queensland still lost. You know what I mean? But the odds of that happening are pretty slim. Yeah. So now I can just go in and just go fucking smash them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just I just want a hate. I have so much hate. Yeah. In my heart. Whereas if DCE was playing for them, it's love. It's it, it would have been hard. Yeah. You know, if love in Queensland's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of sums up my week. Plus I've, plus, I've had a bit of a still getting over my little sniffles. Yeah. Which is, you know, you anyway, we've all, yeah. hey, not we all heroes wear coats. We <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, Jackson Hastings has been a bit quiet. Um, so. But do you know what I also know, oh, I saw this week in the paper? Yeah. Is that... Um, Power is branching out. Mm. Did you see this? No. So, not only have they... Look, they've gone, look, we've got this whole football team thing down pat. Mm. We know how to run a football side. We're no worries. Eighth. We're coming eighth. Coming eighth. Yeah. We've got everyone under the salary cap now. We understand how the whole cap thing works. Yeah. Didn't quite get a handle on it. 
We didn't quite understand how it works. Now we do. Too easy. We know now how to make the eight. Yeah. So we're What's all a bit bored. Then? So yep. what are we going to do now? Okay. Well, now we're gonna now we're gonna go into food and beverage. Oh. So para para starting their own brew. Oh. They're they're starting their own brewing in their uh, leagues club. Okay. And um, they're gonna call it um, Jack's Batch, Ooh. after Jack Gibson. Oh. They've had to clear it. They've really had to go a long way back to try and find someone. <laughs> It's a vintage. Yeah, it's a, vintage. It's an 84 and vintage. Plus he's dead, so they probably don't have to pay him royalties. They could have called it, you know, Sterlo's li- Sterlo Light or something, but then he'd be yeah, like, well, yeah, where's yeah. my fucking cut? So, um, yeah, so they've got their own brew now. There you go. Yeah. Kenny's keg. So, and, I, and you know what? I was thinking about it, yeah. and I was thinking, I wonder how they're going to brew it. Like, you know, every, you know, we've got some hand dries here, and it's a very dry beer. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, what... What what kind of what what kind of taste would be in the what kind of taste would be in the power of beer, you know? Um, Smell of eagle. Well, definitely definitely rich mahogany, woody tones to it for sure. Um, You know, aftertaste. But I think the thing is, the success of a beer. Mm. And correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. You grew up in the '80s, Mm. a little bit later than me, but still grew up in the '80s. Yeah. I think the success of any beer Mm. really. Doesn't matter what it tastes like. Beer's Success beer. of a beer comes down to the catchy jingle. Yeah. And the and the advertising behind it. Yeah. Now I know Power are a successful club, but you know, doesn't mean they're strapped for cash. But I thought I'd help them out a little bit. Okay. And with a, with a couple of jingles, beer okay. jingles. So I've I've written a couple here. Okay. I wish I I wish I had some instruments. You wish you knew someone that could yeah, make songs. But unfortunately, I don't know how to play uh, anything <laughs> other than the fool. <laughs> um, so anyway. So here's here's a couple of jingles. Like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I took a little bit of um, uh, inspiration from some classic beer ads from the from, from the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 here's here's a couple. So see if they grab. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel when it's been thirty years and nothing to cheer spoons all you can boast? How do you feel when you try and cheat the cap and your team is still crap and emerges very close? How do you feel? When you sign Chock and Foreign, you must feel like a moron and another season's toast. How do you feel when your best player is from Manly Warringah? How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel very bitter. I am very bitter. I feel like a parabitter or two. How about you? What do you think? You're a talent. What do you think? I don't like it. You don't like Not a it? Fan. Oh. oh. All right. Well, let's try another <laughs> one then. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. But can I just Because I was also start, thinking I also think I also thought like Jack, did you write these while you were stewing in your triggeredness <laughs> where you're like I'm so fucking angry. I'm just going to I'm going to make fun of another team. DCA's <laughs> not the team. And- well, I just thought and also was thinking that Jack Jack's brew. Mm. Like I, I even you're a para fan. I had to even explain it to you. You're like, what? Jack's brew? That doesn't make any fucking oh, sense. Jack Gibson, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe a, a a name of a giving it a name that people is more synonymous with para. So as soon as you say it, people go, oh, that's para's beer for sure. Mm. So anyway, I've written this next yeah, jingle. Yeah. I can see it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. They said you'd never make it. <laughs> 
Who'd want to follow the eels? The only people who live there are those that rob and steal. They said you'd never make it. After 1986, you were playing for para. Success was never in the mix. They said you'd never make it. And you finally proved them true. For all of you who have never made it. 13 spoons are made for you. <laughs> made for you. 13 spoons made for you. Your shit, it's true. And 13 spoons is made for you. I just paint the scene here. Ben's like I'd love to smiling go because he feels like it's given him some kind of sweetness after the mate, tears of I can imagine because it's in the tradition of 50 lashes. Can you go and say, mate, can I get a 50 lashes and a 13 spoons from a para mate? Uh, I love it. Uh, what do you anyway, think? No, not, not funny. <laughs> not no funny. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, quick. And then can we, uh, let's get on to awards. Can I just say, yeah. I reckon... I would dare say 90% of people who listen yeah. wouldn't know that second. Like, even though I knew you were, you know, get, you're just trying to be funny and failing, it's such a catchy jingle that, remember yeah. they, the, the Swan Lager? Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, shout us out. Give us a message on whatever medium you, you listen on if, you, if you're familiar with the Swan Lager because they were some of the best ads they were the going best. around with Greg there Norman. Greg Norman. Wayne Gardner. Wayne Gardner, Ken Doan, the artist, yep. um, and then the America's Cup. Oh, and the guy who made Hamilton Island. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of out of his oh, league a bit. Yeah, all success Was stories. Alan Bond in it too? Maybe there was Well, no, that was, that was America's, America's Cup. America's Cup. Yeah. And Ben, yeah. ben, ben Lexon. Uh, ben Lexon, yeah. Yeah. That was the one I watched on YouTube to get the get the wording down <laughs> because i i had an argument at a pub one night where they someone was legitimately saying to me it's this one's made for you and i'm like no it's this, this swans that's right yeah they're like no 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 it's this one that yeah it's great ad they don't make them like that anymore. Nah. well they're not allowed it's all legal oh, but i was like, i was, was almost gonna stuff? next year yeah next I'll, I'll write one for vb you can get a cheating <laughs> you can get it out of brad arthur meeting <laughs> Get it any old house. <laughs> you just got to think of the most obscure thing that rhymes with how. Yeah. Because remember, they'd like, they'd go, you can get it. Matter mixing of fact, cement. Corey Norman's pouring it over pussy now. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it. Any old how. Yeah. But it was all like, you, you can, can get, get it milking milk a cow. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they ran out of owls. It was right. like, you can get it Imper- tackling Marty Kapow. Impersonating an owl. Yeah. I've got one now. Um, (coughs) But also, uh, just just skipping, just uh, jumping to some awards Mm. here. Mm. Uh, Choose the door. We haven't had a choose the door award for a while. People have been very disciplined. Yeah. So I I choose the door award. Mm. I'd like to give to the NRL. Okay. For uh, the NRL, chose the door this week, (laughs) and. Did not register Matt Lodge's application. Yes. Slash the Broncos application. Will win at any cost application. Yep. To register Matt Lodge, the t- 
terrorer of families terrorizer yep. of uh, families women and children and breaking down doors wedding, to get yeah. it women and children throughout the New York area yeah <laughs> so uh, we've talked about it a little bit yeah good could, riddance yeah good riddance who gives a fuck mate he could have he, you know he, he could be the next Cam Smith but I think there's a there's, <laughs> I think there's only room for one Cam Smith in this uh, NRL so yeah well uh, done NRL yeah so the uh, choose the door NRL well done yeah well done I thought you were going to talk about how they tweeted in the promotional materials for the Tigers Newcastle game that it was a battle for the spoon mm. and everyone got triggered they were probably a nomination for the triggered awards and it's like well it is like would that's, you? Well, why yeah. else would you watch yeah. that game like, let's not let's be real yeah it's going to determine which teams it's like in the UK when there's a relegation battle it's not mm. like no one wants to say oh one of these teams is a loser like they'll get they'll they'll televise the premiership game yeah. and the relegation game yeah. so you know why shouldn't it be advertised otherwise why else would you bother watching the yeah. tigers versus newcastle well one of the major issues as well was is that they advertise as a battle of the spoons yeah. right and a hundred thousand para fans oh, turned up at the goes. stadium oh. and were disappointed. They're going, "Well, where's our team?" Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Still got it. Yeah. Well, um, I will say there was a game at the Central Coast this weekend. Your old home ground for the Northern Eagles, <laughs> and a game in Perth at your new home ground. Oh, of course. Well. So we had the. Bit of the past but, and a bit of the future. For jokes me. aside, and yeah. this isn't this is not jumping to the game or anything. Yeah. But for the life of me, I can't understand why everyone's fucking um, tickling their own balls about moving a team to Perth. The fucking stadium was like yeah. three quarters empty, and I understand it, it was, was raining, raining. But yeah. well, well, so what? Yeah, yeah. They get one NRL game a year. You would think if they're really fans, yeah. you wouldn't worry about a bit of fucking rain. I I, I don't get it, and. I think, yeah, anyway. They're wrong. No, Everyone I'm, talks about I'm it. I'm with you. Yeah. They, who, they're who not, even though Manly want to move to Perth, um, the Western Reds had a terrible attendance. In, mm. uh, now, I know that's that they were never very good. Mm. Um, the Western Force in rugby don't aren't kicking goals. Yeah. And it adds, a, it adds cost, and it adds... It's a long flight to Perth on the team. Yeah. You see how hard the the Warriors go when they travel, yeah. and that's that's a... You know, three hours short. But America, here's the thing, though: American teams do it, and they travel yeah, but they more get a often. Jet. And, yeah. Look, I'm. Um, yeah. Well, they're not flying Air Asia. <laughs> the Air Asia, Western. They'd Seagulls. be but sports betted. Open up another tab. Team doesn't make it at all. Yeah. <laughs> paying a hundred bucks. Yeah. Not even paying a dollar five. <laughs> um. But okay, so this this brings me to something else. Yep. I was thinking about this today in the car. I did a lot of driving today, mm. being triggered. We, by, is this being a, triggered by the radio? <laughs> is this just, a new non-news? This is we're just news. Just well, this isn't news headlines. This, these are thoughts of the our, week. Yeah. This is thoughts of yeah. the week. But <clears throat> and we'll yeah we'll get to news, so we'll make this quick. But I grew up in on the northern beaches. I grew mm. up in Newport. Mm. Okay, my dad supported the Manly Seagulls. Mm-hmm. My grandfather used to go to the Seagulls game. He used to take my dad to the Seagulls game. He yep. used to go up there and he used to get a seat right at the front because he wandered up the front going, any 
any seats for a digger? Any yep, seats for yep. a digger? And people would stand up, and he just fucking was go he straight actually in. a digger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was he was in World War One. My dad would have done that, but he wasn't a digger. <laughs> right. He just would have said, "Can I get a little veteran in?" <laughs> so, I've got that. I grew up in the area, so I grew up. So when when the um, when Manly Seagulls became yeah. the Northern Eagles, it's yeah. like, well, they don't represent where I grew up. Yeah, I'm not yeah, really going to yeah. follow them, and I stopped following them. Yeah. You have never... We've joked about it. You've never lived in Parramatta? No. Have you ever even gone to Pertec Stadium to see a game? Yes. Okay. Well, I saw Parra vs Manly there once. Once. Yep. Okay. So I've gone to Brookie quite a few times. So yep. it's... But, you know. So here's the thing. If Para, It's not going to happen because they've got a huge base. So yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to make a joke here. Yep. But if Para were to go to Perth or Adelaide or fucking, you know... But they were still called the Eels. Yeah. Would you still follow them? Like, does it really? Does it? Yeah, do you really it does. give a shit that yeah. it, they're not playing in a place in Sydney that you never go to anyway? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but it does because I think the identity of a team is hard to just. But you, but you're you're in finance. You're so far away from that. Yeah, I know. But identity. Still, that's you, I don't you go, understand. You grew but, up going for that team. You, you know. But you, you went for the Eels. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, but it's, okay. I, I don't think that works. That's, and for that so reason... So you'd stop... If they went to Perth, you'd stop being a, uh, an Eels well, They're not fan. going to Perth. It's not even worth... It's not even a yeah, hypothetical right. worth yeah. answering. But I think the the experiment in the US is interesting. And I heard some... This, this was being spoken about on Triple M the other day where they were saying exactly that because I think they were talking about the Northern Eagles. They, they It was a full house for the Roosters-Sharks game mm. um, up on the Central Coast in an area where people actually do follow rugby league. Mm. Um, now, one filling up one game when two of the teams playing a top four or, you know, top five is is a different prospect from, say, having, you know, the Tigers play, um, you know, the Knights up there. Yeah. But they were putting that argument forward saying, well, should, should one of the teams, it's a hot topic at the moment, mm. should one of the teams be forced to move up to the Central Coast? Um, and I think Sturlo actually put it and said it's hard to, not just for, say, for example, the Sharks, who we agreed would probably the team, mm. um, if Sharks fans wouldn't want to follow their team up on the Central Coast, but nor would Central Coast people want to really embrace the Sharks. Mm. I think they almost need to just like the Seattle Supersonics did when they went to Oklahoma City you just become a new franchise, maybe, and yeah. start a new franchise. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's hard to, you know, as you say, even for someone like me who doesn't like going... Well, the reason I don't go to para games is none of my friends go for para. Mm. And it's very hard to get a bunch of inner west or recent suburbs guys to convince them to go out to Parramatta and watch the Yields play the Storm, for mm. example. They'd be like, mm. well, no, let's just go to the fucking... Pub in Paddington, in. <laughs> yeah, or the Petersham Inn, and watch it there, and yeah. um, so on and so forth. <laughs> um, so there, but it, yeah, I know what you're saying, but no, is in short, is okay. the answer. All right. Anyway, um, that's too serious for. All right, let's get into uh, news. Winning is different for me, says Moses. 
<laughs> That's the headline, all right. You sounded uh, like Moses <laughs> in one of those like biblical. 70s biblical documentaries. <laughs> I've got these 15, whoops, I mean 10, 10 commandments. <laughs> um, I can't remember the most of one. I can't remember. The most of one is three games straight. It's definitely different for me. I'm just happy getting that feel- winning feeling around the club. You've lost that winning feeling. <laughs> so Moses, I thought he's. I think the first two game. I think the first game it was embarrassing. Yeah. And I think you know it was people were like, "Have we signed another chock, <laughs> chock here? We could be in trouble." Um. And then the second game was like, uh, this This latest game, I, I would argue that he was one of the better guys on the field for you. Yeah. Um, no Kenny Edwards, obviously. <laughs> but but I, I thought he was quite good for you. So I think, I think, you've, I think you've definitely... Um, I definitely think you've improved the side yeah. with him in it. Well, they didn't have a... They, they were struggling at halfback. They had... Yeah. Gutho, I think, has really claimed the fullback spot as mm. his own. Mm. Um, Corey Norman was one of the halves, um, and then they didn't have anyone. They, you know, they had Jeff Robson as a backup, so they tried mm. Gutho at six. I don't. Jeff think Robson, it, the backup's backup. The backup's backup. The yeah. future. The professional. <laughs> future immortal. The, f- the professional third stringer. <laughs> Journeyman. <laughs> Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why he's working. But um, I was going to get to this in hard stats. So I don't mm. want to. Oh well, let's not blow let's, my load. Don't blow your load early. too much in hard stats, then. But um, but yeah, I'll get to it in hard stats. But I think a lot of it is to do with the positional arrangement they now have, whereas previously the spine being. Um, <sighs> you French, love saying that word, don't you? Yeah, but it's spine. French, and this is my favourite favorite stat my favorite hard stat mm. for para french kaiser pritchard and moses as three of your four you you, you they're bloody 70 kilos dripping wet each mm. one of them mm. and para just getting manhandled not not through lack of even well, moses mm. maybe not trying but the whole point when they brought moses over was oh you know he's going to be at para now so mm. he's going to be protected because he was playing next to luke brooks mm. And Luke Brooks is a little guy who's also not great defensively. He makes he's better than Moses was, but two little guys playing a similar role at the Tigers, I think they struggled. Paris like, oh, we've got Manu Mau mm. and we've got all these big boppers, mm. and then they surround him with the two well, other lightest. Michael Jennings, the- Michael Jennings is his official bodyguard now. They've now, said they've even yeah. said they've put Jennings over on the yeah, well, he's on the hardly, right side. Hardly. Tony Carroll, right? Like Who's that? Jennings. Jennings. Yeah, it's hardly no. like having... Um, you remember they used to put Tony Carroll sit next to Lockyer, so they knew yeah. that if you ran at Lockyer, there's a good chance Carroll's going to fucking <laughs> flatten you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're probably not as worried about Jennings running in, but um, look, I do think it's been the, the positional play, um, and their opponents haven't been great in the past few weeks, so I think, you know, that's... that's another, mm. I'm, I'm still got to give... I think they need a bit more before we start claiming victory in the uh, the next Sturlow Stakes. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, immortal Words. <laughs> uh, quick one. That's a quick little one. Yeah. Um, 
So this is this is sort of carrying on from my I'm done from yeah. last week about all this talk about immortals. Yeah. Now everyone's talking about it. we talk about it, then it seems like yeah. the grill team and everyone picks up on it, listens listening. to us, and Guys. then they write it down. But anyway. Give us our respect. So, you know, good friend of the fucking program, Danny Widler. Yeah. Um, has taken it. He's listened to what's triggered me the, the week before, well, with the I'm Duns, and now he's just tried to, I think he's trying to poke me. He's trying to trigger you. So not only do we now have, without exaggerating, yep. five future immortals currently playing. Okay. Who are going to be announced, you know, we've gone from having one every 10 years, like we talked about. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have one every 10 years, we're now going to have five in two years. Yeah. Great. That's not fucking watering down the <laughs> the, immortals. the immortal word at all, is it? No. There's been more immortals than players. Yeah. Um, now, now Danny's coming out saying, "Well, why don't why don't we make? Why do we have to wait five years till after they've retired? Why do we even have to wait a year? Why don't we call them? Why don't we name the mortars while they're playing? Mm. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great for all the kids? He's even put this. Um. Uh, to for, for all the families to say, let's go down and watch the immortal Jonathan Thurston play. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So we'll call, I think the whole. I think I think Danny's missing the whole point. Is that you wait five years because you wait for all the fucking yeah, hoopla the hysteria. and all the hysteria and all the smoke and mirrors to to settle down. And if everyone still has the same opinion, yeah, then yeah, he must be something. Mm. You name him now, he then goes on to have the two worst years that any footballer's ever had. You know, the biggest fall from grace. The, all the headlines are like, yeah. you know, Tarn- immortal yeah. Jonathan Thurston playing for Ipswich. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's very, yeah, yeah, you know, that, yeah, that, that yeah. very well could happen. Yeah. You know, future immortal Jonathan Thurston fronts court for possible rape charges. I mean... <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But this is my point. That's why you wait five years. Yeah. He, Danny Weiler, he, he's struggling for his gossip column, I think, yeah. this week. Well, you, here's one. Here's a random reference. But do you remember there was this swimmer, Glenn Hausman, for, for all the, the young kids out there, mm. he was, everyone was, this guy's the best Australian swimmer, once in, you know, oh, yeah, three-generation yeah. swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a 1500 swimmer and he came out and he took the world record by like a fraction. Now, mm. on that logic, everyone was, you know, in love with this kid, mm. immortal. Mm. You know what happened? The next year, a little bloke called Kieran Perkins came along, mm. flogged him. Mm. And then after Kieran Perkins came Grant Hackett. Yeah. And then Grant Hackett yeah. has had a fucking meltdown and, you know, beats his wife and trashes hotel mm. rooms. You need a bit of air because yeah, that's right. You know, this guy's. Who knows who's coming along in five years? Mm, that's I, right. I, I, I'm a hundred percent on board. I'm done with all this. Yeah, a living. It's it's like a fucking contradiction of terms. What's the point of having right, everyone's just Churchill medalist or having a, a Rothman's medal or Dally M, mm. whatever they call it nowadays? That's why you have current awards to award current players. Mm. If you want to move to some kind of Hall of Fame concept, well, the whole point is that they're they're a future immortal. This is the the Hall know? of Fame, Hall of Fame. Yeah, the immortal. <laughs> like they don't. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I think the journalists are just so they they're just they just content. can't help themselves, they need can content. they? Yeah. And they, and they just you can just imagine what they're like in bed. You know what I mean? It's like 
Okay, Danny, take your pants down. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't realise. I didn't mean Danny. to that quick. That's Danny, okay, Danny. Have you not done your we'll legs try, again? We'll, we'll, we'll try again tomorrow <laughs> night, Danny. Sorry, you know, like they just they just can't hold their what. They just gotta. Ew. They're so excited. Apart from friend of the podcast, Carianus. Michael Carianus yeah. is. Um, yeah, we've got to get him back. Yeah, he's been writing some good stuff. He's not about manly, fire. so that's why I don't bother hassling him. But anyway, <laughs> um, reports: James Roberts could be moving back to Sydney. Mm. James Roberts, uh, former Rabbitoh slash Titan, current Bronco, Bronco, Jimmy the Jet, they call him, <laughs> the fastest man over sixty-three meters, I believe. More speed than Oxford Street, that's I think, right. was his yeah. quote. Um, uh, there's so talk that he could be leaving Broncos. This could just be all a smokescreen. Mm. When I originally, I thought, oh, his 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 agent's just going for a bit of cash. Yeah, but uh, it's been talked about that it, it it could be on the. It's pretty. It's pretty strong. Pretty strong good word. Good mail. Yeah, good mail. Um, and the two teams that are vying for his signature currently, uh, Canterbury. Yep. With their Makes bottomless uh, pit of money. Yeah. And um, the mighty Manly Seals. Okay. Well, it makes sense. I mean, he's he's had his few brushes with the law, so I guess they're probably the two clubs that yeah. appeal to criminals. Never gone to jail, so Power obviously aren't interested. But he doesn't want to be redeemed. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly not looking for redemption. He's he's not interested in a prayer circle. No. So Para, he's going to stay clear of Para. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I'm in two. Mi- I, I, I'm in two minds. If we get yeah. him, I'll try and. You'd if we happy. get him, I'll try and see the the good side of it. Yeah. If we don't, I'll also see the good side of it. <laughs> so, hey, well, it's. I'm a glass half full kind of yeah, guy. You are. You always look on the bright side of life. That's right. Um, I think the thing with Roberts is the intangibles. There's a word we mm. don't hear enough of. In well, you brought it up regularly. last week. Yeah. And you really. Well, I, well, I You're think, trying to make it happen. Do you know I bring it up on the pod or was <laughs> yeah, that when did. you and I would? No, drinking? no, no. You brought it up on the okay. pod. Well, I'm going to bring it up again. You truly, you truly, you, you, you truly try to make it work. Yeah. The intangibles. <laughs> yeah. But his intangibles yeah. are terrible. Like you worry about what he might bring mm. in terms of drama off the mm. field. And Brisbane's one of those towns where you can go and abuse people in a nightclub as he did, didn't mm. he punch someone or no, something? Byron Bay, I believe. And um, yeah. he was just shuffled away mm. because, you know, that's the, it's like, um, it's like big town football team. Mm. Whereas on the Northern beaches, you're probably less likely mm. to get away with that shit. And I and also think that things must be happening that we aren't aware of. For him to, yeah, yeah. That aren't, maybe not, you know, legal thing, you know, maybe not something that the police are getting involved with, but something because you look at Broncos, and I don't really want to talk about the Broncos, but you look at their team, their other centre is Toto Moga, I think his name is, who's pretty, he'd be in the bottom half of centres in the NRL. So it's not like they've got deep stocks of centres where they're going, ah, fuck it, let him go. We've got so many more juniors coming through, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? They don't have a lot. Well, now that Matt Lodge has been... Well, maybe they'll... Yeah, maybe <laughs> they'll, they'll, maybe they'll open the coffers a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, you kind of think, well, if they are really going to let him go, what, what what aren't we hearing? But at the same time, I feel that... Um, I, I feel that Bozo is in the mix enough 
yeah. that he would know what's going on. Mm. So if there is any sort of like, oh yeah, he turns up five hours to training late, you know, every day, every every day, yeah. Bozo would know about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so would Des, let's be honest. So yeah. um yeah, so it'd be interesting. Mm. And um, you know, I brought it up in the podcast last week and we'll talk about it during the game, but Brian Kelly's been very quiet of late and then this recent game yeah he's, he's having a rookie he's he's middle of the middle of the year rookie yeah, sort of the slump slump yeah um so to get him would be good i feel i guess my only thought would be is that he is he's a carbon he's kind of like a carbon copy of Dylan Walker I don't think strong he's... running center probably not the skills of Walker Walker's probably got more kicking skills yeah. and but I don't think he's a good <coughs> defender as Walker. I think no, he's I don't a bit think of so a turn, either. Not, not a turnstile, but I don't think he's yeah. a good defensive centre. Yeah. Which probably, Walker is good, so you mm. could probably maybe protect him with Walker. Mm. And if you've got Uate or someone on the other side, you've got two decent-sized people. Not mm. that Roberts is small, but I don't, you know, he's not no, huge. he's not. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I actually, you know, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah. He's fast. But I, I, I would say, like... we. So the word on the street that everyone keeps on saying is Manly's got just over a million dollars to spend once Snake and Matt. Sorry, how much was that? Over a million (laughs) dollars. Who wants to have over a million dollars? A million dollars. Um, Which can pick you up a couple of handy players. In terms of um, priority... So hang on, let's just stop there. Manly's got a million dollars because... Snake Matai and Matai are about... Matai. We're not going to play The Bulldogs them. are the other team in the mix. Who the fuck are they lost? Like, didn't they just sign foreign? Well, they lost Reynolds, but you'd think that would... That's not a straight swap either. That's you throwing yeah, yeah. money in there. Yeah. They signed Woods. That's not a straight swap yeah. there. I don't know. They're Doesn't, losing. They're going to lose people, let's be honest. Yeah. But who gives... Yeah. yeah. It's a dog. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, who gives a fuck? Your local team. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, uh, in terms of priorities, I would say we need a second rower mm. um, more than a centre. So I just hope that we... I hope there's someone in the mix that we're going to get. I, I feel like we don't have the depth there. That's second row. Yeah, got, second row. Yeah. So we've got... You know, at the moment, we've got Sirenin and we've got Frankenstein. Um, Sirenin is out injured. Yeah. So now we've got Lewis Brown starting mm. and we'll talk about that later when we get into the game. Mm. But if Lewis Brown... Is your first drop, <laughs> then that's a hell of a drop. You know what I mean? That's yeah. you tra- you, you, you're stepping off the fucking cliff. Um, so I think that says a lot. So I think we ne- really need to bolster our second row. I, f- I feel like we need to sign a good, a good second row there before we worry about centers. Yeah. Um, Granada Sharks, Lyle Gorman, a target for Manly Seagulls CEO role. So we're currently we don't have a CEO at the moment. Okay. And the world hasn't ended, which makes me wonder <laughs> why. Why? What, you- <laughs> what? What? What are we paying these people for? <laughs> like, what do they do exactly? Apart from get fired and does, I'm sure. Here's the thing. I'm sure they're all on contracts, right? Yeah. So there's massive payouts going on here. Yeah. Like there's a lot of money we're flushing away when it appears that Christy Fulton can just do the job. <laughs> she starts every meeting with, my dad says, and 
That's that's the end of that. Yeah. And Isn't that you- right? Isn't that right, Uncle Zorba? Sure is, Christy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and away we go. Who's because he's aligned with Bulldog Richie, isn't he, Bozo? Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. There, there's no faction. Okay. Left. This this is the, this is the one thing about Manly. There's no factions anymore. <laughs> well, it's just Bozo. Well, no. There's the full. Like the, there's the, Scott. Uh, there's 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 the um not the Fultons. There's the um. Well, yeah, there is the Fultons. Yeah. There's the Pens. Yep. And the Pens' brother-in-law is Zorba. Okay. Zorba's best mate is Bozo, and you know Zorba's you know heir apparent. Is Bulldog Richie? Ah, okay. There, uh, Bulldog Richie is mates with Buzz Rothfield. Okay. It's all. So it's all. Insane. It's all just one. There's yeah. no. And then that's the problem. <clears throat> Old creepy eyes came in <laughs> and tried to stake a little claim. Not much. He just wanted a little, just like George Costanza. He just wanted a little bit under his desk. We could have a little. Where he could have a little nap. Look up the and, women's and you skirts. know he he'd, he'd go in there and there was a. That's my desk. What are you doing sleeping under my desk? Oh, sorry, Bozo. I thought this was my desk. No, no, that's mine. <laughs> well, where can I stand? Don't stand there. I might want to stand there. <laughs> so there, there was a little bit of um, prison bullying going on, yep. I think. You yep. know what I mean? Like, and then I think the straw that broke the camel's back is when Bozo got his pocket, turned it inside out, and told told Tim Cleary he had to walk around holding his turned out pocket, which, as everyone knows, is prison prison for you're my bitch (laughs) (laughs) and tim tim refused to do that and obviously it was on from there you know what i mean yeah tim if you're out there listening just grab the pocket mate (laughs) it's okay it's okay it's not gay if it's in prison (laughs) it doesn't count (laughs) it doesn't count that's just that's the general rule and you know, everyone everyone turns everyone turns a blind eye to it. That's right. Yeah. Well, so, I've got I've got some news uh, that's yeah. related actually um, to to bodies in the manly boardroom. Right. <clears throat> Max Delmez announces he is expecting twins. Wow. So to see this one today. Yeah. Still got it, Max. Yeah. When he's not out there searching for his own name on the Twitter <laughs> news feed. Yeah. He's having he, sexual intercourse with his uh, with his younger wife. Oh I yeah, I think she should be in her thirties, mid thirties. So yeah. she's clearly after him for his looks, <laughs> his prowess, and his Twitter skills. He probably like DM'd her. He probably slid on into the DMs. Going, probably. Hey, I saw um, you tweet about me. Yeah. So congratulations, congratulations to Max, the saviour of the Manly Seagulls. Yeah. Who wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Max? And that's what the story actually led with manly's savior yeah max delmez and you know i'm happy to look he deserves and, all the sex he can have max max and and and, and zorba mm. it's well known they did not get along um but even when i interviewed zorba even zorba said we owe max a huge uh amount of gratitude for for saving the club even he will admit they would have gone under if max mm. hadn't come in with his checkbook Shout out to Max. I wonder yeah. if he listens for podcasts that mention his name. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably got some. I'll text him. I'll let him know he's that got he's... Some, uh, yeah. I've got listen. his phone number. I'll uh, text him and let him know that he gets a 30-second mention on the podcast. <laughs> Which is, coincidentally, the same amount of time it took him to conceive <laughs> twins. I think it goes the other way when you get old. Yeah, probably. I, I suspect he was on some performance-enhancing 
Oh, what? Yeah, some, Vi- Viag- some, some Viagra. Johnny Walker, Black Label. Yeah. <laughs> um, write it down in your diary. Mm-hmm. What's the date today? Whatever. It's the 3rd of July. 3rd well, of July. Yeah, go to air on the 4th of July, yeah. Independence Day. Like, the Bulls three-peat. Mm. Both of them. Like, the Have, Has Queensland... ever had a three-peat? Just a quick... No. Oh, has. Like, when... <laughs> what, three spoons in a row? Three premierships, yeah. baby. Yeah. Three in a Huge row. Huge asterisks. Yeah. Um, like, Queensland's origin... Dominance. Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. Like Manly's decade of dominance. <laughs> right? All good things eventually must come to an end. Yeah. And unfortunately this week, yeah. the not all heroes wear capes. Mm. Jackson has been a little bit quiet. I yep. think he got dropped from the side. And like any superhero, you've only got to watch Superman 2 <laughs> to know that uh, you know sometimes you can take a beating but it's not it's not getting knocked down yeah it's it's it's, it's getting get back, back up, up. yeah that's right so so Jackson's being knocked down at the moment yeah but he'll get back up yeah but um, this week's uh, not all heroes wear capes award goes to the the entire manly seagulls team <laughs> well doesn't he kind of get it then well you'd think so but he didn't make the 17 so <laughs> so it's not a blacktown workers yeah <laughs> <laughs> they didn't win it. The Manly Seagulls did. But um, Manly Seagulls, plenty of smiles at Ability Options event. Not a big deal. Just Manly lending their time and money to those who help others. Basically, it's uh, the carers of those who with disabilities. Um, well, we look after those who look after others. Dare I say that Jackson was the one... Caring for the people with disabilities. <laughs> the manly just That's went and looked after Jackson. Week. They were like Jackson. Uh, so just manly getting back into the community and giving back. It's really the family club. Them and the Bulldogs. The Fultons. <laughs> Have you not ever found that ironic that the Bulldogs are known as the family club? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's what they call them. Why? Because they had two Mortimers there. <laughs> I don't know. Because they like to have sex with one girl amongst various family members. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh. yeah all right, that's that. Okay. Should we talk about game? Game. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Let's give it up, Manly versus Warriors, y'all. You didn't watch the game, you want to know what's happening, then shut the fuck up and listen, because I'm about to put it to you. Yeah! With a real sweet rhyme. Yeah, sweet rhyme yeah. with dialing up Stephen Kearney here. That's your phone, motherfucker, yeah! Mm. Can I just get a little beep? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Turn me up beat. in the headphones okay. a little bit. We bitch slapped the sharks escape. We bitch slapped the sharks and won the game with ease. Step right up, folks. Can we get a victim, please? Top of the table, that's where the Eagles saw Finals footy and manly is like brisket and slaw On a wet, miserable day, Farm wants to show his skills I'm more concerned that he's taking his crazy pills The Warriors are off and we're in a bit of strife They left us behind, fast and the foreign left his wife 
16 to nil and then the clouds open and parted The Warriors declared like someone had farted Turbo with the ball is like poetry in motion It's 16 all, I don't get why the commotion Man who's gonna win thanks to Jerry Cherry Evans He's like an angel that's come down from heaven To bless us all with his godly footy skills If you don't like him you better talk to Dr. Phil He plays so hard until the final bell He gets more touches than Cardinal Pell See here we sit nicely third on the ladder Making chalk buttons grow even madder If you think you're angry now don't scream and shout Leave something till September when Mammy knock you out yeah, game set match, motherfucker. Manly winning the game <laughs> unconvincingly. <laughs> Shit. In the wet, motherfuckers. In the first, in the west. Yeah. All right. Why am I talking like this? I think that says wow. it all. We don't need to add anything to that. No. Game. Anyway, so let's talk about the Paragons. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I just want to say. Hang on. I'm going to turn this off so we don't get the... Yeah. Yeah. The biggest comeback since 2014. Later. Later. Yep. Um, for me, man of the match, two-way. Okay. Well, actually, no, I'd, I'd say mm, three-way. <laughs> Watching the game, you'd say it was Daly Cherry Evans. And then the stats, you'd have to say Jake T. Mm. 47 tackles. Ran for 150 metres. And then the little man, Api Curacao, with 43 tackles and ran 100 metres. And really, it was his little break from dummy half that set up our first try. And then after that, it was just... Like shooting ducks in a barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you have... I didn't think... I watched... I missed the 16-0. Right. And then I came in and it was 16-6 or thereabouts. And you could just see that the Warriors looked hopeless. I mean, they the Eels are an infuriating team to mm. follow, mm. but I just don't think anyone can come close to the Warriors. And then they were t- t- saying a stat during the game about the number of leads they've given up. But then they did come back, so it was mm. a, it was a good game to watch as a mm. neutral, mm. Uh, and and really came down to the last play almost. You mm. know, it was it was in motion, um, but I thought there were some brilliant spots, and then I think they actually missed Sirinan was what I I thought yeah. probably what you said before about being a little bit short in the back row, um, and Tapau didn't have a great game. No, I think he got I think he it looked like he got a little bit injured okay. at one point. And he was also taken off early. Yeah. Because Manly had so little ball yeah. in the first 15 minutes, I think he made so many tackles that normally he's on till like the 20th minute and he was off probably about 12, 15 minutes into the game. Yeah. Because I think he was his gas, so they brought in Darcy Lussick, who played well, yeah. I thought, didn't make any mistakes, had some good runs. You no, know what no I mean? Dumb like a, penalties. No dumb penalties. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's... I think it was a a, a brave win. <laughs> um, oh. Look, I, I I think good te- like you're always going to have, and this is this is the thing. The game, the, the other thing that people love to say these days is they talk about the spine. Mm. You know what I mean. And now they love to talk about how games the game surges, mm. and it's you've got to hold on to the moments that's going against you. 
and then you've got to take the moments that 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 are um, given to you. And I and I remember watching it going right. Well, we've just got to try and hold them here. We we've literally had we had five play the balls in the first fifteen minutes. Like mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. We kept them to sixteen points. Like it could have blown out to a lot more. And then we took our opportunities. We didn't panic. We just took our opportunities. And then the then, and sure enough, the game did swing and it swung our way. And I remember coming down and we scored that six pointer. And then I think we'll park down the other end of theirs and we got a couple of repeat sets. And I remember just thinking, we have to come away with this with points. The game has now swung to our to our way. Mm. And we've got to come away with points. And sure enough, we got another repeat set and we came away with points. And when we when we got that, it was twelve uh it was twelve sixteen. I knew I knew we were going to win the game. We we'd forgotten about that fifteen minutes where we played poorly, and yeah. we'd taken it. I knew we were going to win it after that. Um, having said that, there were some people who really tried to <laughs> prove me wrong, and I really think that uh, look, I don't want to tip off the integrity unit, but if anyone was to check out um, Brian Kelly's sports bet account, just to see if there's any irreg- irregularities there. Um, I, I don't think I've seen a player since Paul Carriage. <laughs> you never tro- saw Paul Carriage. <laughs> I've seen it on YouTube. Yeah. I've looked at it on YouTube. Try so hard to throw a game. Yeah. Um. So, all the try. Uh, so, so, so the th- how many tries were down his side? The first two tries were on his side of the field. Um. He coughed up the ball a couple of times. He. He, he he dropped a, a a gimme try, like yeah, that was a gimme. Th- like it it bounced. DC kicked it. It bounced into his hand. Mm. He couldn't have he couldn't have got a better bounce. He he will never he will never get a better bounce his <laughs> entire life. <laughs> never never again. He'll he'll remember that time. They go, Dad, have you ever had a good bounce? And you say, Grandkids, sit on my knee and let me tell you about this game in Perth. <laughs> right? It was the ultimate bounce from. State of origin. Oh no, sorry. From DCA. So uh, seventh in line. To and the then and then throne. we managed to get we managed to get ahead. There was there was probably ninety seconds left on the clock. Um, first tackle. Uh, Brian Kelly plays the ball from dummy half. Instead of just passing it, he runs it, and it was near the sideline. And he runs from dummy half and tries to go down the blind side. They tackle him, and it, they were about a meter away from throwing him over the sideline. It was when I was watching it, I I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Like I had a I had a um, I had a fidget spinner in my hand, and I threw it across <laughs> the room. I couldn't believe what I was watching that this kid would do that oh. instead of just running. I don't know what he was trying to do. I think that he he knew he'd fucked up so badly in the first half. I think he was just trying to make something happen. Mm. And um, man, I I just hope that that was like I said last like I said last week. He's gone. He, he's kind of been missing. I would almost say for the last four or five games, um, maybe cruising a little bit, hitting that slump that rookies sometimes do. And I hope this is the game that sort of jolts him back up and like, oh shit, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope this wakes him up and he starts playing well after that game. He couldn't play any worse. Mm. Um, 
But but the other thing is, and I think what it's great is to see that we are now that team that can come back from those kind of starts. At the beginning of the season, we weren't. Mm. St. George put a couple of quick scores on us and we just folded and that was the end of the game. Um, and the fact that we believed in our ability to come believed. back. Yep. Believed. In our ability to come back and we did come back and I think I think it was good. You know, and, and it's important to be able to win ugly and we we, we did win that ugly. You know, mm. it's not always going to click like it did the week before for 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 um, against the Cronulla Sharks. <coughs> but the fact that it didn't click and yet we still came away with the two points, I think, says a lot. But I said this before, I don't think we can make a dent in finals footy without a proper goal kicker. Mm. Um, and I think I was proven right by when Matthew Wright <laughs> uh, came in and we started going on this long uh, winning streak. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we can make a dent in finals fully with Lewis Brown as our starting second row. And <laughs> it's dead. not, you know, and I, this is, I don't want this to turn into Lewis Brown bashing, but yeah. he's not a, geez, he tries hard. Yeah. But, you know, so does Steve, so does Steve Urkel. And I'm not <laughs> going to put him on my side. He, 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 he does a lot of running around the ball and looks like he's doing stuff, but essentially not doing too much. He's got a bit of the George Costanza, like, look really pissed off all the time. And people yeah, will think he makes that, a very yeah. good angry face. Yeah. But essentially, he didn't make a mistake. That's a win. So that, that, that's yeah. a win. Yeah. But at the same time, he didn't. He, he, he wouldn't have had... He, he didn't have a much of a positive impact on the game. Yeah. Whereas you kind of feel like searing in, in, those, wet, searing in, in those wet conditions would have really helped having his added bulk and his impeccable ball handling skills <laughs> so um yeah I, f- I feel like we'll probably yeah hopefully Sirenin gets back they're saying 10 weeks which 10 will, weeks okay which will get him back for the first round of finals okay hopefully he gets back eight to nine weeks so at least he's got a couple of games before we go into finals mm. footy that would be tricky to start someone yeah, but After it's probably a depth. Off. I don't think your Sirenin is necessarily the guy that you need to, you know, lead your your back row. You've got kind of Tapau. Um but Well he's a forward. Tapau's a forward, he goes off, but I just don't think that we have a, a threat with Lewis Brown there, you know what I mean? He's yep. he's neither fast nor big. <laughs> so he has to rely on his third attribute to get him across the line. Mm. Unfortunately, we don't know what that attribute is, <laughs> but once we once we identify it, I'm sure he'll be unstoppable. Yeah, and if anyone can if anyone can find it, it's Supercoach TB, future future Supercoach. Well, current Supercoach Gus Gould, of course, is behind the eight ball. He's been a Supercoach for a while, but you yeah. see you see Gus Gould came out and labelled him the next Supercoach. Oh wow! Yeah, the next the next Supercoach. That's coach. a bit of shade. I think yeah. Gus is throwing. Like a, one of those... Well, basically, yeah, he's saying he's not at the moment. Yeah. And it's also a bit of like a... I think Gus thinks that you have to be retired for five years before someone would be called a super coach. <laughs> he thinks it's the the immortal rule, but it's not. Anyone, you've literally... You can, you cannot make the finals your entire coaching career and be called super coach. Yeah. But as BA is proven. Oh, BA is super coach. Super coach I'd, I'd argue he's back to being super coach, but he's not back to King Arthur yet. Mm. We see Ricky Stewart has definitely lost his... I know we're veering into Infidel's corner here, mm. 
Ricky Stewart has lost his super coach status well mm. and truly. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. But they, they just crumbled the millions of chair, Millions of uh, plastic chairs uh, yeah. sighing relief. Well, there is a theory, and I think maybe this is, you know, to bring it back to Manly a bit, is where Barrett's that's, doing well. Yeah, let's bring it, it back. It is a Manly podcast yeah. after all. Yeah. But um, there was... There's, there's a theory about guys like... Uh, who's the... F- Who's the sh- who's the rabbits coach? Madge Maguire. Mm. There's a theory about guys like Michael uh, Madge Maguire and um, even Robinson to some extent, although it's probably been dispelled this year. Certainly Ricky, and it went similar with Brian Smith, the ex para coach, where those real firebrand coaches yes. are seen as like guys that are good to bring in for like two years. So. You've got players that are maybe a little bit comfortable under their existing coach. They've got like a nice guy coach. Mm. They bring in a Ricky or some psycho that just yells all the time and gets really angry all the time. And the players respond well immediately and you get an improvement in results. Mm. But they've really got a shelf life of two years before the playing group starts going... Well, they've got to be successful. Yeah. Before they go, well, I'm getting fucking abused every every week. Yeah. And we're not winning... Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think I think Ricky probably saw a bit of that at the Raiders. And, it's, you know, it's probably not all on Ricky. Mm. But he did have good results last year that probably surprised people a little bit. <clears throat> but now they look terrible the other yeah. day. So he's he's lost his super coach status. Where I, I don't think Barrett is not one of those guys. You know, a lot of them seem to model themselves on Craig Bellamy, you know, getting really angry. Mm. But I think Bellamy does have a, a softer side as well. I don't think mm. Bellamy's out there having near coronaries in press conferences like Ricky mm. might do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think he's... I mean, I thought he wasn't going to last the season, Barrett. I didn't think... In your third game, I thought he was gone. And that well, just we won our third sh- game. That was... Who was that against? Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Remember yeah. that. Remember that DCE got asked. Yeah, that was the second game. Okay. So we lost against Para. Yeah. Asterix. Um, because <laughs> first game they, they don't, don't count. count. First well, game doesn't count. Everyone knows. Para don't everyone count. knows that's um preseason. The first game is preseason. It's kind of like and then and then in a greedy attempt to make money, the NRL went. Oh no no that counts. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's. The NRL are all about greedy money. So anyway, they Para won the preseason. Yeah, and then so basically, really our first game, mm. uh, which was against the South, wasn't South. It? Yeah, and uh, yeah, we got we got beaten. I think it was the way we got beaten. I think we got out to an okay sort of. We got we scored a couple of times, and then they just came back and they killed us. But but he's but, back. Having said that, yeah, and there's no. I'm not gonna make any excuses. We lost. <laughs> but having said that. <laughs> We did have Marty Tapao and AFB out that game. But anyway. But then after that, we beat the Cowboys and then we won it. And then we beat another... Oh, we beat the Bulldogs 36-0. Yeah. And then after that, I think it's been clear sailing. I think we were okay after that. Well, Bulldogs, yeah. we beat the Bulldogs pretty much <laughs> the same. Pretty much the same pretty way. Pretty much the same yeah. way. Um, should, we, let's, should we do some hard stats and then we'll yes. get into the Paragon? Yes. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi, I've got a, I've got a delivery. I've got a delivery of hard stats here. Okay. Yeah, that's thirty-seven dollars fifty. <laughs> oh, you don't have it? Well, there's another way you can work it off. <laughs> <laughs> Just open my pants and yeah. 
take this hard stat in your hand. Brit Stewart. I've got some good hard stats. The first one. Yep. This was actually sent in by uh, Andy at the right bloke. Yep. And please, if you got some good hard stats, not fucking bo- proper stats that actually count. Okay. Not this guy has a 37% record at this oval. Yeah. That's fucking meaningless. Okay. You know, like, we want, like, full-on hard stats. Yeah. Um, This one's good. There's only been... I don't actually know if this is a hard stat, to be honest, but this is is a good bit of trivia. There's only been two players to ever be sin-binned twice in the same game. Wow. Yeah. Guess who one of those players is? Do I get a hint? Is it a Manly player? He's part of the Manly organisation. Trent Barrett. Trent Barrett. Yes. Tricky Trent. I think it might I have been against Parra. I think the first Sinbin was for being too good looking. He. It might have been against Parra. I think Hollywood Harrigan sent him off because there's only one... <laughs> there's, a, there's only room on this field for one fucking show pony, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there was a game against Parra where... PJ Marsh, there's a name you you probably haven't heard for a while, if ever. If ever. Did he play for Manly? (laughs) He played for the Warriors against Manly, I'm pretty sure, in your 2011 Asterix Grand Final. Oh, right. Same one that Lewis Brown was playing in that time. It was like the um, 88 Olympic Final, the the drugged up (laughs) Grand Final. And I'm pretty sure he, he was playing for the Warriors then, but he was Parra's half right. back when Barrett, were one of our many Hall of Fame, future immortal the halves. The curse. <laughs> another, another half that the curse has touched. And, um, and he tackled Barrett just as he kicked it, but Barrett yeah. took offence and got up and punched him in the head. And meanwhile, I think Luke Burke caught the ball. So Barrett was kicking just for field position. Mm. Kicked it, got hit a little bit late, but it wasn't late enough for it when they looked at replay mm. uh, to be to be a penalty even. But Barrett overreacted and just punched this guy clean in the head. Mm. Both teams rushed in and there was an all-in brawl. Meanwhile, Luke Burke just looked up and everyone on the field was fighting. So literally just ran uncontested put the ball down over the sideline uh, over the try line yeah. sorry <laughs> well Paul carriage would have yeah. put it over the sideline and um and i'm pretty sure he got sinbin that game right so i'm wondering because i don't imagine he was sinbin a lot that yeah i don't I'll, I'll be honest with you i don't really remember trent barrett as a player he's a good player i don't really you know i didn't really follow st george like St. George yeah. are one of those teams yeah. that I've never, I've never really paid attention to. They don't, f- they don't feel like they play in our comp. <laughs> they feel like I'm always watching like a black and white <laughs> 1950s. Red Gaznia. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I feel like yeah, Clive they, Churchill now. They're going for their 11th premiership. And it's like you know, like I don't feel like they're really relevant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ever. So I don't really watch them, but. I'm pretty sure Clive um, Churchill was south, but anyway. Sure. We'll let that um, slide. Here's another hard stat. Yeah. And these, these are the hard stats that I like 100%. Yep. I don't like these 90%. 100%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Since we traded Nate Miles, yep. we have a 100% win record. Wow. Now, that's a hard that's stat. Hard. That's hard. That's throbbing. Now, here we go. Yep. You ready for this? Okay. 
Now, this is a top-of-the-table team. So, this is a team that's been doing well up until now. Yeah. Since Melbourne got Nate Miles, mm. they've got a 50% win record. Wow. That's a hard... That's a semi-hard we're, Well, we're talking about a team that's clear above the rest of the pack. Yeah. Has suddenly dropped to a, a 50% win record. Yeah. That's not even good enough to get you in the top eight. Since Nate Miles signed with them, I mean, doesn't do, get much harder than that. You do the maths. Yeah. Well, he's. I've got another. Carbon crisis. <laughs> I've got another hundred percent hard stat. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's get ready for this. Since Bevan French was moved to the wing, mm. Para have won a hundred percent of their games. How long has he been there for? Two games? Yeah. That's yeah. It's a hard stat. Well. It's a good sample size. Yeah. It's good enough. Yeah. Good enough for pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, this pill has no side effects. Look, there's two people there. They're fine. <laughs> well, they're not fine, but they yeah. were sick before when they I, took it. When I say fine. They're not any sicker, <laughs> as far as we can tell. Yeah. They can't talk. They're dying, but it's something else now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, But you know what? Yeah, we uh, champion uh, it. So uh, let me, I let said me, French to the wing. Yeah, let me get to Gutho another hard fullback. stat. This is, goes hand in hand. Oh. Slightly not quite. Are you going to say since Gutho moved to fullback, they're 100%? <laughs> no. Since Michael Jennings mm. moved to the right side, yep. away from semi. the semi the semi trailer, yep. Para are 100%. Mm. Convincing winners mm. over the Bulldogs. Mm. But I, I well, guess, it's you know, denim on denim. We you don't, you don't <laughs> double denim, and you don't Jennings on semi. Everyone knows that except for Supercoach BA. It took him a while, but, but this, he finally got know, there. The Supercoach term is you know what I think These are your two points that you've yeah. been banging on about. Oh, don't I bang on? Yeah. But you know what? I think Supercoach TV was walking along the street, caught a reflection of himself, going, oh, "I really shouldn't be wearing this denim jacket with these denim pants, <laughs> <laughs> with these jeans." And he goes, "It just doesn't work." And then he went, "Jennings on the other side." <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you go that's a hard stat yeah two hard stats rolled into one I love it yeah well jumping on that wing hard stat mm. Matthew Wright still 100% 100% since, since going moving to the wing he's the anti he's like oh, the you know, you bizarro Willie Army do you, do you know what annoys me about Matt Wright and this is this is this kills me every time I okay. have to say a hard stat about him yeah he Church's Awate, yeah, who finally dropped a ball. It was always bound to happen. He <laughs> finally dropped one. He didn't, on look, he didn't look good, did mate. He? he he was he was already he was already working at his try celebration before he'd even caught that. He's ball. Trying to figure out how he was going to drop the ball over the try line. <laughs> so so Church's Awate, remember against the game uh, St George, he yep. pulled a something mm. just before he was about to run out. Yeah, and Matt Wright, who had just played reserve grade, then had to come in for Church's on the wing, um, and we ended up losing that game. So it's, so not, it's, a, it's not a true. No, part. it's not. It annoys me that he doesn't have a hundred. It's an asterisk. It is an asterisk, but that loss is an asterisk, though. He yeah, almost... it, it, he. I kind of, and he literally only played for twenty minutes because he was so fucking. Supercoach TB could tell he's fucked from the game before. Yeah, yeah. It annoys me, but since he's properly been announced as starting on the side, yep. he's 100%. Okay. So he's two, I think he played two games at fullback, yep. one and both. He's now played three or four games on the wing, 100%. It's okay. just that annoying little one, but 
it, you know what? It's the exception that makes the rule. The right stuff. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, I, and here's a, here's okay. a final. Oh, you got one? I've got a few, okay. but these are, these are the boring stats. So uh, I'll just... Uh, right, I'll, okay. I'll go through them quickly. Yeah, you, you go. DCE is 100% a legend. <laughs> and is the number one halfback in the comp. <laughs> oh, speaking Salty. of hard things. Yes. Speaking of a hard stat. You have to go I've got a hard one right in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I've got a hard one that needs attention. Yeah. Stat. <laughs> oh, slap those stats around, people. <laughs> That's it. Well... So the, we've we've covered the proper stats. I'm going to delve yeah. into the the very oh you're going to get boring. into the silly re- meters run stats. That's and things right. That don't really count towards winning a game. Yes. Like more importantly, getting you and me to an alliance game. That's right. And putting Matthew Roll on the wing. Watching and... games at this Petersham Inn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, I I through the week yeah. was was a little bit bored. Which <laughs> happens when you are uh, Doctor when one... Phil. Doctor Phil. Not on. No, Doctor. It's it's you know July Fourth weekend. Right. So <laughs> the US TV is really hard. Oh to. yeah. Um, and I did. I used my finance skills, mm. which are quite lacking. But I spent mm. a day reading clubs' annual reports. Are you saying you crunched the numbers? I crunched the numbers. All right. I went. I got my abacus out, and I was debiting. You Asian? And and I was crediting. We'll edit that out. Um, but it is amazing and Manly stand out here in a regard like I, I give you a bit of grief about how Manly are piss poor because mm. they are kind of piss poor but <laughs> third on the ladder what are you talking well, about well financially oh right? right I thought you meant form wise no right. no no financially yeah. um, so Manly Leagues Club there is a Leagues Club but they're not formally affiliated with funding the no, team no we sold it yeah we sold it and so yeah. they still they still make a decent amount of cash um, yep. and I think they sponsor the, the team maybe in a small in a, as Probably. one of the minor sponsors yeah but um, Manly get most of their mm. funding from Penn mm. um, and then obviously through sponsorships and, and mm. you know the usual channels but what amazed me going through mm. all the Sydney clubs in particular Poker Machine Revenue is outrageously large so just for the Sydney clubs it's in the order of like 300 million dollars in revenue comes in each mm. year mm. Um, and the ones that jumped out at me the Bulldogs make 88% of their revenue their top line comes from pokies so how much would you guess that is for the Bulldogs 88% of their revenue yeah how much do you reckon they're getting in pokey revenue oh. I don't know. A, a year? Are we talking? A year. Uh, five million? 77 million. Wow. 77. The next biggest is the Panthers that get 66 million revenue. Wow. They've got... And what's and what, the Pan- what percentage is cable scheme? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The Panthers are probably the you know, strongest standalone Leeds club in it because mm. only, um, and I say this, only 51% of their revenue comes from pokies. Right. Which compared to all the other Sydney clubs, apart from... Do you the know there's like a retirement? Money. There's the Penrith Retirement Centre, which is part of... Part of Panthers World Panthers. Entertainment. So what they've done is they've gone, the number one users of poker machines 
and leagues clubs yep. are retired old people. Yeah. What stops retired old people from coming in here? Well, they lose their license. They can't get here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So let's <laughs> open a retirement <laughs> village here. And then they just got to walk out their door to get their schnitzel oh my and God. then played Queen of the Nile. Yeah. It's <laughs> where they go. It's the way I want to go. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy though. Like yeah. even Easts. But I don't understand then why Manly don't. Why aren't we using? Why don't we have poker well, machines? Because you've got a license for them, so you it, you can't. What, just, you don't think we can get a license for them? Yeah. I mean, the pub down the road's got a. Poker but I, I think slide. so. I think your ownership structure is you've got eleven percent is is a leagues club, but it's not the old Manly Leagues Club. It's, right. it's the Manly Football Club or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then eighty nine percent, I'm pretty sure, is Penn. Someone will mm. know more than me, but um. You're right. Although I don't, yeah, I, no, I prefer work, my club works, wasn't got, funded by. Pens have got, pens are, like if say there's seven people on the board. Yeah. Pens have got five, and the Manly Football Club yep. have two. Okay. So they're pointless. Yeah. The only thing they're they've only got the only thing that they can do they got veto power. Yeah. Over Certain. the uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If okay. the pens suddenly go, yeah, we're thinking gold <laughs> with frills on the end. Blue and gold, like yeah. superhero. <laughs> um, the Met football, Cliffy Lyons, who's president, can come in and go, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I was I was actually staggered though. The I know you know that Leagues Club have pokies mm. and I was like you, I was like, oh, they'd be, mm. be quite a few million. But like, Para has 54 million poker wow. revenue coming in, um, and that was a uh, that was a quiet year. Mm. You know, there's just swimming, and and then I had a look at the AFL clubs, and it's a totally different. They well, get, they don't have pokies down there. Yeah, and they've got some of them do get poker revenue, right. but it's much smaller. But they, oh, Queensland in, don't have pokies. That's yeah, illegal. But there. the yeah. um the, the the revenue they get, oh, that that'd explain why um the Cowboys in Brisbane didn't have any. Yeah, yeah. It's but a, pokies are illegal in Queensland. But yeah. it's yeah, it's funny. Anyway, that was a boring stat, not a mm. hard stat. Mm. But um, I literally spent a whole day. That's that's where I've come to in life. <laughs> oh, that's good. Reading financial reports of rugby leagues club. And let Where'd me you get it from? The they're, they're all online. Right. Um, but. Some are harder to get than others. So the Rabbitohs is a is a fairly tricky one for, for, to read. Well, that's privately owned as well. Right? It's got a, and it's got a member. It's got these kind of complex corporate structure where mm. there's a member co, and then the smaller they are, you don't have to disclose where the money's coming from. You know, they've just got mm. revenue. You don't know what mm. it's coming from. But um, yeah. Anyway, that was my my week in action. Well, this isn't a hard stat, but it has to do with numbers, so it's all yep. the same to me. Um. Just looking, and this doesn't cl- include this weekend's round, mm. so we can, I guess, we can throw another one on there. Um, this is remaining games and wins required to get twenty-eight points. Now, twenty-eight points is the golden. Is that like the the number when, the, when there's an election? The number you need to that's form right. government. So, that's right. This is the eight. Now, I would I would put it at thirty because there's a lot of teams that are sort of seem to be bottlenecking. Yeah. So to guarantee a spot, I reckon you need to be on thirty. Yeah. Twenty-eight, you for and against could come into play. Mm. For us, that's not a big deal because mm. um, we're definitely against foreign. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, well, we're against foreign too. <laughs> Oh well, but our foreign against is quite good. Our foreign against isn't that good. You got a good foreign. We got a few years out of foreign yeah, we before got, he went against we us. We got a negative foreign against. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, basically, the Sea Eagles, we've got ten remaining games, mm. and we had to win three. Now To get to 28? Yeah, to yep. 28. So now we'd be two. Okay. Yeah. And then the Eels, right? Yeah. So we've only we've only got to win two games to get to twenty eight points. Yeah. Eels have only got to get two wins. Two. Yeah. Because you've got to buy up your slate. Okay. So that's, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Well, we've I got... feel like both teams are going to make the eight. And I've seen we 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 I've last night for those <laughs> for those one. We normally record on a Sunday night. Yes. Tonight's Monday. Yeah. Um, last night we spent, what, an hour and a half to try and get the audio working. <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. Anyway, we've got it working tonight, hopefully, fingers crossed. But um, we were having a chat, and we went through the draw. The mm. Eels have got a pretty good draw. We do. We, like, we've only got our... If we don't make the eight, yeah. it's pretty safe to say we don't deserve yeah. to be in the eight because we've got the Tigers, we've got the Knights, We've got the Bulldogs. We've got a bye. Mm. So you'd like to think, you know, of... You can get a couple in there. you got the Storm with minus, minus origin, origin players, players this weekend. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. We're favourites. We're short. We're like a buck yeah. sixty yeah. for that. Well, because I think the thing is, is that the Storm, even when they and, lose their normal... Monster. Yeah. yeah, they've at least then got Munster to lead them around the park. Yeah. They don't even have that this time. And we're not missing anyone. No. So, um, well, uh, I don't know. Kaiser Pritchard, you're missing him. Oh, we're missing Robson. Jeff Robson. Future Immortal. Yeah, I, th- I think you're going to make the eight. I think we will obviously make the eight. Will you Where make we the finish. Four? I don't... I Again, this is what I'm saying. I think that without... With Lewis Brown in there... Yeah. I think we can definitely win the games that we're meant to win. Yeah. I think we can... I think we play the Tigers twice. Yeah. We play the Panthers twice. Mm-hmm. Um, we play the Storm, uh, and there's another good team in there. I can't remember who it is, but we will beat the Tigers. We'll beat Penrith at least one of the games against Penrith. Yeah. So you get. Your I, two I, wins. I yeah. I think we'll definitely get our two wins. We'll definitely make the eight. Yeah. Um, I just think that. Um, yeah. I. I Without Siren, I think I just think it's. I, I keep on going on as if he's some this amazing fucking player who yeah. won us games, and he's not. He's a role player, but we've now got someone who is less than a role player. Yeah, yeah. Someone who really probably shouldn't be playing first grade. Yeah. Um. And whereas Sirenin is someone who goes, okay, well, when DCE skips across the field, you run on this line, and he will give it to you, and you use your strength to run across the line. Yeah. Whereas Lewis Brown, like we talked about before, I don't think he has that ability. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think we'll make the eight, but it really depends on. And so and I also be. think I thought I think we 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 are right on the cusp now of one more injury, and I think we're in. We'll be in trouble if we get one more injury. We don't we don't have the depth. I, again, it depends be, on where it is. I think be fifth is what you could come in at fifth. I think if where we does, lose another forward, play? I think if we lose another forward, we're in trouble. I think if we lose a centre, we're in trouble. I think if we get another, I think if we lose a winger, I'm sure we can 
make do with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think if we lose Arpy, the hooker, I think we'll be in trouble, but we've got like Cameron Cullen and Jackson. Jackson. We've got a couple guys there. Yeah. Um, and I think if we lose Tom Travojevic, Matt Wright can go f- go back to full. None of these, it's ultimate, but at least we've got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think if we were to lose another prop, I think we'd be in trouble. Yeah. Um, we might have to make a trade for Nate Miles or something. Yeah. Well, after got- After their terrible winning percentage since getting him, the Storm might be quite happy to, to ship him back. <laughs> That's right. Return to sender. Uh, so it's coming. It's coming up. It could be the, you know, could be... This could be the year. Could be five versus eight. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. And then... Up against your bogey team. We, um... What a great way to go. That I, I'd love that, though. Because I'd rather, honestly, like, I don't want to, I don't want to lose, but... You kind of feel that, like, if you're coming fourth and you're not in the top four, you're not going to win the comp, right? Mm. So you may as well have. I'd rather like go in, tough it out. With it, I'd yeah. rather I'd rather go in and have an exciting game, Manly versus Power, which is which for us, oh yeah, yeah, would almost be a grand final, <laughs> almost. Well, but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. for us it would be yeah, yeah. like we'd be like hanging on it more yeah, than if yeah. we were if it was like Manly versus Cowboys or. One versus Para. four, or yeah, Melbourne I mean, versus Manly. Just be like, oh, and we lost. Oh well. Yeah. Whereas if we were to win that, and even if we get bundled out the next week, it would almost be like we won a grand final for the two of us. You know what I mean? Like you'd have bragging rights then for the entire off season. Like it'd be great. So I always kind of hope if we don't make the top four, then we are fifth. And I hope you guys are eighth because I think that would be great. I think it'd be a big game. I don't really want to play Manly. <laughs> it's it's going to be a long off season. Well, I just don't play. think they're. Um, I think they look a bit better than Parrot at the moment, but a lot. Mm-hmm. You get to that point of the year where injuries <coughs> do come into it, mm. you know, and and a lot can change in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I think it'll be great just to see. I mean, it, it's just some great matchups, mm. like to Power versus Tim Manor. I mean, that's something that the everyone wants to see. That well, you'd have Corey Norman, who's probably the fifth best half in Queensland playing the eighth or ninth best half uh, DCE. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. Um, it was outrage on Twitter about how, why didn't Norman get picked? Outrage. Yeah, outrage. Um, and, you know, you just have, you'd have a good working class, honest, yeah. fair. You'd have Gunthinson at fullback versus Tommy T, yeah. the guy that we, you know, we got rid of Guntho because yeah, we had, had Tommy T. Gutho would, he would have a point to prove. Yeah, he'd prove it. I think. I think he would too. Manly made have the right Bo decision. Have Bo Scott, the speedster, chasing down <laughs> Tommy T, Tommy Tommy Turbo again. So let's look at it. I'm I'm yeah. not ahead of myself at all though because I've, I think Lussick's going to be a, a real. I think I think he'd be. Yeah, he, he he'd wouldn't know play, what to do. He'd play a role. He would be the reason why one of the teams won. <laughs> one or the other. It'd oh, come down to Lussick. Anyway, let's. I think it's right. time for. Should we go into the power game and then finish up with I'm Done? You know what? I thought we were finishing up the podcast. Yeah, I well, forgot about the power game. That's how much it impacted on me. Yeah. But can I intro it? Well, yeah, you're going to okay. sledge me and I don't. No, no, no. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Uh, game. game. So, let me intro this game by saying bestiality, incest, para versus Canterbury. All crimes against nature <laughs> and that's not even funny um look it was a high quality game i think we can all agree 
Well, probably you didn't spe- watch it, so I'm sure you probably did think it was I a high quality game. I watched the replay <laughs> after I found out the result, and I watched Golden Point. I well, did- I, I watched it live. Yeah. It was it was excruciating. I quite liked the replay when I knew that Para. Yeah, were it, win. it was a punishing game, and the fact I think that was punishing is that you want. I I, I was quite happy for Para to win. How good was and Bevan French's try? That was a good try. It was a screamer of a try. Yeah, but then why didn't they go on with it? Like this is the thing. Like I actually wanted. I want I want I want Canterbury to be embarrassed this season. Like I'm quite happy. Para's been embarrassed enough. I want Canterbury to be embarrassed just to go, yeah, you guys aren't invincible. Every club, no matter how much money you throw at players, will have a downturn. So I just wanted to come out and blow them away. Mate, they were just... Yeah. They were horrendous. But we didn't get a single penalty in the second half. Whose fault's that? Well, it's strange that suddenly teams that give away penalties all the time just don't give away a single penalty when they play para. Mm. when When it push comes to shove. So... A little bit of poetic revenge when finally we got a call that was blatant steal at mm. the end of the game. Mm. Um, Tepai Maroa was, was... All he was doing was trying to play the ball yep. on his own 20-metre line. Yep. <laughs> Perfect yep. spot yep. for a bulldog. Little piggyback up goal. the field. And uh, was blatantly... R- the ball was raked out. Oh. And, um, you know, Mitchell Moses... M- Tigers. Probably everyone's everyone's second favourite player. From the yeah, the the joint venture. Yeah. Mitchell Moses. But Moses was good watching, he remembered, watching the replay. He that moment I could see him searching, remembering what Jason Taylor had told him to do in this <laughs> what did, at, at, in this situation. This what is what you do. do? He'd he abuse someone it, and tip he, a beer on yeah. them. And then and then in the background he could hear BA saying something, he said, Shut up, shut up, I'm trying to remember. And then he went, That's it. Kick it through the middle. Well, do you remember... He lined it up. Do you remember that um, BA was appointed to much consternation? So there was an internal warfare, believe it or not, at the para board between no. the different factions. Was this in between getting arrested? And, yeah, and um, I think Steve Sharp uh, appointed Jason Taylor and someone else appointed BA. And they literally were both told they had the job. Mm. Um, so they were the two candidates for the para and i mean clearly we've got a super coach and um, the mm. tigers didn't has but it no, is there a more tragic figure in jason taylor in league than jason taylor paul Carrich. played for the bears <laughs> played for the bears his whole career well the eels he went to the, he played in the eels grand final oh did he yeah against uh. the against um the knights i'm pretty sure right lost i think it was that grand final he, he spent a good lick of time at the Eels when they okay. were good mm. but never, never always the bridesmaid yeah. never the never the bride well, we played at the Bears he played at the Northern Eagles mm. and then then he was at Wests wasn't he and then oh no I thought he retired from confused the Northern with Eagles Terry Hill and then he <laughs> and then he coached Souths where he got uh, fired for slinging into fights yeah. with his, his players and now uh, he's just I, I know the There's guy... There's something that, wrong with him. I know the guy that managed where that all went down mm. and that, that, that event where he slapped the guy. It's actually where I think I had my Bucks party. Mm. And um, by all accounts, like first-hand accounts, the guy, when he has a drink, is an absolute 
pest. Like Who? He's, Jason, Jason Taylor. Taylor. Right, yeah. When he has a drink, mm. he, he is just... He's one of those people that just flips a switch. He's already, yeah. I think, a bit weird. Mm. But when he has a drink, he's just a pest. Because mm. remember, he got arrested at the cricket. Mm. Um, and and he said that was just one of many things. You'll know this. I was trying to remember the other day. You'll remember this. Yeah. Which NRL players was it? Yeah. Who went to the cricket and pissed in glasses and then in 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 um in takeaway cups. cups and then when the uh the Mexican wave came around th- was throwing were throwing them up in the air. I thought it was Taylor, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's saying Taylor and several North Sydney teammates uh, had been backing up from a Bucks party the previous night and it's alleged some players urinated in cups and threw the contents over patrons during a Mexican wave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You've got, uh, moving forward to next week's games, you've got Melbourne. Storm yep. without any of their players like yep. we talked about. So that'll be interesting because you never know. Yeah, they might have some guns. They, never, they do have some young. Their forward pack is intact. Yeah, the Kiwis. Bromwich but their... Yeah. Spine. Spine. Their spine is... Yeah. Their spine resembles... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Their spine is it's not... not... <laughs> they were heading for the ground. <laughs> um, yeah, their spine is not intact. Mm. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Say. Um, Let's say Jackson Hastings <laughs> is loitering <laughs> down in Melbourne. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. who knows who yeah. knows what how it can go. Um, Manly have got Penrith. Yeah, uh, the Rith. Men, uh, it'll be our first game this season without Jake Travojevic. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how we go. I don't know. I mean, I'll be interesting to see who comes in to take his spot because I'm wondering whether. We'll probably have the same team. It'll be interesting. Like, I don't think we'll bring in anyone extra, maybe, but I think he'll just rotate his forwards more because obviously Jake plays 80 minutes. Yeah. I don't think we've got anyone. I don't think any of our forwards can play 80 minutes. (laughs) No. So, um, it'll be interesting to see who ends up starting, though. Mm. Um, Winnerstein's one, right? Yeah, I, I would have no idea. Well, Winnerstein and Lewis Brown mm. are the other back of the back row. Who do you take off the bench to come on? I have no idea. I mean, Lussick. Yeah, Lussick. Maybe. But he's more a prop, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's yeah. more of a prop, but that's the thing. All our bench are props. Mm. So, <clears throat> this is the other weird thing. Like We had three props on the bench and a winger. We had Brad Parker, on, who's a winger, on our bench. What about the other right brother, Tom? time Tom right uh, but he's he's like a half he's <laughs> I not I just think three rights make a whole lot yeah of I don't know it's, it's going to be interesting I don't know I don't know who they're going to put in there to be honest um, but anyway so we'll find out tomorrow mm. I'm sure whatever it is Supercoach TB will make the don't right decision don't question Supercoach TB no um, so yeah so, so it'll be interesting Penrith are unchanged they're coming off a big loss <laughs> yes. um even even young Matt Moylan hasn't made the the no. New South Wales side. He put his hand. And up. look, we've won we've won five in a row. Okay. So I at no point do I think that we're going to go 
unbeaten for the you know mm. we'll we'll lose a game we'll lose a probably a couple between now and the end of the season between now and the this GF. this could be the week who knows but what I like about this season as opposed to last season if we win or we lose it's up to us if we play the best football we can play and Penrith play their best football we'll beat them because mm. we're a better football side mm. if we come out and we don't play well and we miss Jake and we can't quite you know and bloody Lewis Brown's running around like a fucking chook with his head about not being well that he's the only reason why we will win because he's going <laughs> to prove a point but and we're carrying on like that then yeah we we, we could lose but it's uh, what I like is whereas last season I felt that not only did we have to play well but the opposition had to have a bad game for us to, in order for us to win yeah yeah so, yeah, I mean, Penrith, it's one of the, Penrith are like Canberra. Yeah, you look yeah. on paper and you go, well, this is a really good side. But Premiership favourites. Yeah, both of them. Mm. Uh, but they just can't seem to get it together. And you're always thinking, this could be the week where they... And if they, you just think this could be the week they click and they could put 50 points on you. Hopefully this isn't the week that they yeah. click and hopefully we play well. So, mm. um, But I was pretty confident against the Warriors... Penrith, not so much. Mm. I still think if we play well, we'll obviously we'll win. But yeah, we'll see. All right, that's it. But uh, Billy's off. Well, what about I'm done? So are we gonna? Uh, I sort of. I don't have any I'm done's to be honest. Okay. I got one. Un- I'm done. Tweeted in. Yeah. Do you wanna do that? I could. I could do that one. I sort of had my complaint. I had my I'm done's with Danny Widler. Have you got some? Well, I've got... the only I'm done I had was Blocker Roach. Oh, yeah. We had this conversation. Mm. This, the guy is the most one-eyed. Well, we set it up. You got to say it. it's the most. You know, he's the most. You say blocker roach. Blocker roach as a commentator. I'm done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I forgot it's late. Yeah. Um, but he, he's so one-eyed for man. Mate, it's I quite, can't believe funny. it. I, I was listening to that game and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, <laughs> yes. we were down sixteen nil. And he was like, this manly side, they're dangerous from everywhere. Look at them play. And I was like, fucking, what game is he watching? <laughs> we were down 16-0 and he was commentating like we were up 30 yeah. points. Yeah. And oh, uh, I, I, when... lo- I, I loved it. He's my new favourite commentator. <laughs> well, you see what... Like, I, like Mac- I used to love Max Shervington because he was a He's fucking a manly, manly yeah. supporter. But Blocker's come out. Like, he clearly... It must be the, the everything the, we did the Sirenin connection. We could do no wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Sirenin and and Blocker was on. Um, I think it was the Grill Team or one of those ones. Blocker came out and said that how upset him and Ciro, Ciro uh, were with the with the way the Tigers are being run under J were being run under JT. Okay. Uh, Ciro was sort of you know coaching. Um, the juniors and yep. Jake for one of the first things JT came in was coming to tell Ciro he's gone. Yeah. Then he cut his son and made him play reserve grade. So mm. I think both of them have moved on from the Tigers. Yeah. And the fact that you know Curtis is playing for Manly and playing well, um, you know, I get the feeling that he's, Blocker. he's shifted. Blocker he's the- shifted to to Manly and um, mate, he it's, loves it, it. It's like it was like listening to the uh, the Kiwi commentators. Like a, yeah. When the Warriors, when the Warriors play, like oh, and the Warriors have been valiant in their sixty-point loss, and it's oh. like Blocker was just going off. Was, like when, when there's that try when Foran was taken out, yeah, 
and he was ropeable. And the other the other commentators said, yeah, yeah, look, it's, you know. He's like, he wouldn't have got to that ball. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is, I mean, there's no way you're telling me Foreman's getting to that ball. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's right. Like, I mean, he did milk it, but you're not allowed to run into the... But, uh, you, know the diff- uh, but you know what? At least Blocker could probably tell that Manly were up by six. Yes. The other commentator kept on saying, Manly, up by four. It's like, no. It's six. No, it's six. This is awful. Yeah, I was yeah. fucking scratching my head. I thought I was my finance. 20, 22 to 16. My finance six brain points. was yeah. struggling a yeah. bit going, hang on, I thought it was six. but these And of course, Manly, be. only up by four. So there's still then, only four but, points in it. But then a second later you go, just a converted try in it. It's like, <laughs> mate, this guy is all over the shop. <laughs> he doesn't... He doesn't know where he is. Oh, but anyway. So there you go. I'm done. But that's all. That's all I got. Uh, I've got one here uh, tweeted into us. Um, NRL jerseys constantly changing. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, that's Manly one. doesn't have this problem. We've pretty much stuck Locked with the down. same, the hoops. Yeah. White and white for white for our home strip and maroon for our away strip. Yeah. But there are a lot of teams changing it up each yeah. week, and it's a money spinner at the end of the day. More things to sell, more that. But they, yeah, what I'm, other teams I'm, do? I'm gives done a fuck. with it though. I don't like. Well, yeah, I don't like it either. I'm yeah. done with you on that one. I get. I like the indigenous round, mm. but it's. I think it's nice to have it in a round. You know, have yeah. a special like yeah. for the breast cancer or yeah. whatever they want to do. As long as it's not, you know, I think they need to draw a line and say we're well, going to have. Think- I think Brisbane Three. were doing NADOC week or something. Yeah, yeah. This Which week, is, but I think there needs to be some. There's gonna. There's a whole lot of good causes out there. Mm. That's the thing. You know, it's yeah. like when charity people come up to you on the street and say, "But don't you care about, you know, yeah. homeless people?" Yeah. And then, yes, I care about homeless people, but I'm like, I'm also care about refugees, and I care about animals mm. and I care about starving kids in Africa and I care and know, I'm not doing anything about any of them and I'm so like why caring, would I help you and then I'm going home and I'm playing the pokies with that $2 <laughs> that's right at Paralegs Club <coughs> but you just gotta say listen lady I'm not Jackson Hastings alright yes I can't help everyone yeah but it's you know it's the same thing you gotta draw a line mm. at some point I think they've gotta say here's your weeks because yeah. it, it diminishes how good is it seeing the classic jerseys and that's why I yeah. think everyone was drawn to those retro jerseys because yeah. in the old days you had two jerseys yeah the home and away jersey yeah, that and was that it. was it and and, and it I, felt good seeing that jersey come getting out getting back to those retro jerseys yeah so Tom Travojevic's jersey got ripped okay during the game and it created a little Oh, like a little a v, v, a deep V, oh. like the old classic jerseys. I'm gonna be honest. A hard stat. I got a bit of a hard stat about <laughs> it. I really enjoy. It. I was like, mm, that's pretty smart and ca- smart and casual. I like it. Yes, it's kind of a little bit business, a little bit <laughs> bit party. Yeah, I liked it. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against you know bringing back the old flesh. V. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, that's about it. Yeah. So Billy's so away um, for two weeks. I'm going to promise to do one, yep. but then eventually probably not, because I can't be bothered. Um, and I actually have no way of recording at the moment either. Well, you will in a few days. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have right. a, I have good authority that there's a It'll be here USB time. audio device on its way. Sweet. Of questionable quality. <laughs> okay. So. 
Um, but that's it. about it for yep. this week. You got anything to add? No. All right. I'll see you in America. All right. So, uh, as we always say, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may RP Curacao kiss you goodnight. Goodnight, Australia. Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train going A singer in a smoky room A smell of wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share the night It goes on and on and on and on Strangers waiting Up and down the boulevard Their shadows searching in the night Oh,